welcome to the Great Eight Fantasy Football Podcast, presented by your hosts, Brian and Justin! Hey, what's up? Hey, 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 what's up? The second inaugural podcast for the Great Eight Fantasy Football Podcast. Free, 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 free. It's so exciting. I love it. This this is kind of a direct competition to your and Emma's uh, video production that occurred last fantasy football season in our other league. Yeah, I mean it's fine. That's YouTube. This is podcasts. We're we're two different two different sides of a coin. Really, what it is is this is the medium for faces that are best on podcast as yeah. opposed to faces that are better on YouTube. Yes, I do have a face for radio. That's what I've been saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice that she lets you on her program anyway. Yeah, for sure. She's the star. I'm just I'm just living in her world. Well, aren't we all? Yeah. Uh, this is an exciting day because it's we're on the cusp of the start of our season. We draft on Monday. We draft yep. in six days. Yep. And Everybody's ready to go. Everybody submitted their introduction, yep. which gives us something to talk about today, which is great. Uh, but also everybody submitted their keepers, which I have a lot of judgment to talk about. Okay, let's talk about it. I, I will first off say that I was really stoked when I saw my team from last year and found out <laughs> that I, I, I ended up having five or six people that I had to weed down to three because I felt like I had a lot of good options for really – Guys that I drafted really high last year that are going really early this year that I really got some steals on. So I'm, I'm pretty happy. I am. Uh, I'm with you on that. I, we, we snuck and I'm, I'm, I'm really cutting through to the keeper conversation, but we were able to keep Aaron Jones and I think we gave up a sixth round pick for him or something. I don't know how he fell so late in the draft last year, yeah. but yeah, it's a miracle, man. That's what's cool about the keeper leagues, man. And you never know who's going to be injured or, you know, like that guy last year that had eight game suspension that, you know, you got late on late in the draft and now, yeah, it's good. Right. Right. So let's just go through our coaches here. I've got them. I've got everybody in alphabetical order. So it's equitable. It's yeah. fair. Um, but we're also starting with the best, which is uh, Brianna and I, the bees. So uh, oh, we, hold we, on. I did have a question what? about this. The bees yeah. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bee's knees, as I like to call you. Okay. So you, on your profile, say that you have two combined championships. Right. <laughs> That's both Brianna, we do. right? We do. No, we have two combined. You're right. That's all that we need to say. Right. Two for Brianna, zero for Brian. Brian's usually, I, like, at the tail end of every – this is why he merged teams, to take the credit to make him seem like he's a good manager. <laughs> I can I cannot remember. I You know, I'm sure I won – some sure. yeah, championship yeah. yeah i mean it's just it's good business sense you surround yourself with people who are better than you are that's that's how you hire that's the, that's the general rule of hiring man and she's still pissed that we kept my team because i honestly i didn't even think about it right <laughs> like <laughs> like when brianna so brianna was in our league obviously it's her own independent team for the last five years and she decided that you know it was it was best with her schedule and overall passion around this that we combine teams and so i didn't even think about it i just thought great i'll throw her as a co-manager on my league or on my team and then we'll open up her team and greg ended up inheriting it sure. and she's so pissed she's like 
you fucking idiot. Like, why in the hell did you keep your team, the last place team from the league, and ditch mine, which was a contender for the championship? No, she won. She won the championship last year. So, no, you didn't. I mean, here's the question. Can Greg take a championship team and turn it into another win? Or will he just blow it? No, it's time to rule. Because if, 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 uh, if Greg wins, I'm wrong. And that cannot happen. So... And see, I, this for the for the record, you beat Brianna in the championship last I did, year. but I'm pretty sure I only won because I got lucky. It was kind of like how, how this year we're doing two games for the championship. But yes, I did win. Password is Taco. The I mean, the important piece here is that Drew lost. That's all I remembered. I didn't even remember yes. who won at that point. But the fact that he had had that 11 and three season, only yes. to just crash and burn in the playoffs, is just tragic. Yeah, that's got to be hard to look at. For anybody I, that wants to see, go, go to uh, the great8.info slash champions to see uh, Drew with a wonderful 11-3 and three record finishing. He looks place. great in third place. That's the best-looking third-place team I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Hey, it's a new year. The, 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 the slate is clean, so everybody go for it. Yeah, this is good. I, 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 any, bold, any bold predictions? I mean, are you going to repeat? Nobody's. Wait, wait, let no. me let me check this. No, nobody's ever repeated in our league. Not in consecutive years. You know, my bold prediction, me and Brianna in the finals again. Wow. So that I means mean, I made just, it. Just look at what you were just looking at. It was me and Brianna every other year. Nicole won 2019, but then you've got Brianna back in 2018, me back in 2017. That's true. And then oh, Brianna remember Chris? We had to kick Chris out. He was too good. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> no, my bold prediction, I think Nicole ends up in the top two. Yeah, she's she's kind of lethal. I don't know what it she is, really but is. She always, even like 2019, she wins the Super Bowl. She has a 7-7 seven and seven record. Yeah, Talk I about think, underdog. I think it's because she knows how to craft a team while the season's going. She's, she's not afraid <laughs> to use that waiver wire. That's true. And especially well, now that we're yeah. a keeper league, that's that's big skill. You'll get an email after this. Be like, yeah, I've never, ever picked anybody. We'll be like, oh, okay, great. I mean, I don't feel like our league in general is super transaction happy. Like there's Not a couple trades. moves that get made. Not with trades. I don't know if I've ever even seen it. I, I don't know. I don't think I've ever done a trade in fantasy football, but as far as the waiver wire goes each week, I do, I do check in on rookies and things. Well, the trade that we made last year was the one that Drew and I made in the first, like right after the draft, because he really wanted Patrick Mahomes. Right. And Travis Kelsey, and he didn't show up for the draft because he had, well, he tried to, but he was having uh, connection issues because he was like driving into the boondocks to pick up a bottle of bourbon off a lottery or something. So he didn't have phone service. And so I intentionally That sounds very on brand. It's, it's just about right. And, yeah. and I thought, well, I will draft these Chiefs players because then I will sell them to him at, an, at a premium cost. And so I traded him for i traded in both kelsey and mahomes for julio jones and saquon barkley and we all know how the saquon barkley thing worked out but that was a great trade (laughs) in addition to that i mean mahomes tore it up last season so it was it was a painful trade and and it's interesting because as we look ahead to this year's draft so mahomes went number one last year so he couldn't be kept so he's in the mix yeah and no one in their right mind would take mahomes in the first round, you don't take the quarterback in the first round, you take a running back. And at the same time, Drew will take Mahomes with the seventh overall pick. I, I know this to be true. So then it's like, well, should I take him at four? 
you know, what could I, what could I do with I Mahomes turn, at four? I mean, maybe you could turn him into two different players later. I don't know though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. But if I do that, he will tear his ACL in week one. That could be it too. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we had asked everybody, you know, who their favorite player or who their favorite team and or player was. And then we had asked for kind of a fun fact. So I'm just going to start, you know, obviously our team is the Seahawks. Uh, you know, I, I don't know that we officially have a favorite player uh, at this time. Uh, however, uh, our fun fact is that uh, we have collectively been to 19 states together. So Brianna will not allow us to count any state we've been to without the other one when making this tally. However, what she's got on the on the flip end of this, she has this big canvas. And I don't know how she has the patience or skill set for this, but she does. She creates cutout photos in the shape of the state that we went to from that photo. And so uh, she's got this little like map that she's put together and it's like a 36 inch wide canvas and it's got the map of the US on it. But then if the state is one that we visited, then she cuts out a photo in that shape and replaces it with kind of the static color image of the initial state. Okay, well, so my, it's, my, it's initial, cool. my initial question to that is, can we please get a picture posted in the sleeper app of what your um, Rhode Island or Hawaii picture looks like? Because <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure how that works logistically. So maybe, maybe you could send us a picture in the sleeper app and we can. I'd be happy to do that. You know, the, the Rhode Island is not applicable at this point. I, that is a great question. I don't know what she's going to do. been to Hawaii that. for sure. But so. she, she did Hawaii and, and yeah, it looks, um, I'm not even sure if it's a picture. It could just be colored uh, pieces of glossy paper for all we sure. know. But yeah, it's, uh, it's questionable at best. There's some of those, you know, Northeast states that I've, I've got some follow-up questions. And then on the flip side, you know, California is an eight and a half by 11 piece of, you know, photo paper. Sure. So, so it's, I hope uh, that you guys are super tiny in that one. <laughs> no, that's what's best. We're not even in any of them. So oh, that's great. the other rule. We can't oh. be in the photo. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> I thought it was like a, I thought it was like a selfie in each. It's just. No, no, this there. gets back to the pot, the radio face. You know, she, she recognizes that she can't have my radio face. 50 I don't know. Times I, saw, I saw your guys' profile picture in the sleeper and it's real cute. It, you know, isn't that fun? We, we had a little like couple shoot and then they were like, you know, why don't Brianna, why don't you stand on that wooden stump and just put your elbow on Brian's head? Anyway. And I'll be honest, in the moment, I was like, I, um, I don't see where this is going. Yeah. But uh, now I understand it was for a fantasy football team. I liked it. All right. Well, that brings us to Greg. Touchdown here, too. Okay. What does that mean? Anybody idea? So in our league, he's touchdown here. So in this mm. league, touchdown here, too, because he's like touchdown here also. Oh, so we're second fiddle. Yeah. Well, he just wants to be touched down everywhere, I guess. <laughs> All right, good, good. Uh, you know, his his fun fact uh, is that he's related to you and to Randy, but then he calls out by marriage. Yes, because him and I are married, and Randy, <laughs> it makes then Randy his brother-in-law. Me and right. Greg have been married for a wonderful 10 years. We had a wonderful right. wedding. It was great. What was what was your earliest romantic memory of Greg? Okay, I don't know, but I will tell you, and if Greg's listening to this, he will tell you he brings us up all the time, and I still don't buy it, but he will tell you that I ruined his proposal to uh, my sister Heidi. Well, how did you ruin it? 
apparently he had this whole thing planned one night that he was gonna like take her and do something and do it all romantic and then i was like hey can i come spend the night at your house and like, <laughs> then i spent the night at their house and ruined it which i don't know we'll see he's, he's classic yeah he's he's not bitter well maybe a little bitter but yeah wow i'm so glad that that still worked out so he didn't propose that night he had to wait at that point i think the story goes then he proposed in the morning were you still there maybe i i mean i i was it was a long time ago i don't really remember but he 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 remember he'll he'll tell you he can post good he can he can fact check me yeah greg if you uh if you want to send us in a little uh, voice memo setting the record straight we'll get you in on next week tell everyone the story they want to know nothing's true i mean i want to know than a proposal gone wrong because of some snotty little kid. <laughs> That's All right. So I said that we were going to go alphabetically, but I've already screwed that up. So now we'll, we'll back up. It makes sense that I shafted Drew, uh, yeah. who, who was next alphabetically. So Drew, he's our only non-Seahawks like Seahawks lover. Well, sure. with, with another exception. But So he's a big Kansas City Chiefs guy. Yes, he is, he is infamous for wearing his Kansas City Chiefs game into a Oakland Raiders game and oh coming out, my somehow, somehow coming out alive. <laughs> oh, my God. I I have never had a friendship tested in that way before. And, and when Drew said, you know, hey, I want to come visit you because the Chiefs are in town playing the Raiders and be fun to go to the game. I didn't think for a second it was going to be a suicide mission. Sure. And this guy shows up. We have tickets in what we thought was the black hole. Thank God it was the other end zone. But <laughs> we were seated like 10 rows behind the goalpost. And this guy shows up like a red balloon, just wearing all his cheese gear. And everyone was so hostile, so damn hostile. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, I, I, I honestly am shocked he did not get stabbed that day. I have been to, <laughs> I went to a Raiders game with you, and I was just in normal clothes, and I thought I was going to get stabbed. So I am. I I'm know shocked. it was not a safe environment, and I was wearing a Raiders jersey not because I'm a big Raiders fan. In fact, I'm not at all. I just have some common survival sense. Oh, like, of sure. course, you wear black and gray when you go into a Raiders game. Yes, absolutely. But you're right. This uh, this guy is infamous. He, you know, of course, also then passes his love affair on to his fantasy team, which can be questionable. But it worked out pretty well from last year with his love affair with Mahomes and Kelsey uh, on the team. But uh, you know, he has an interesting fun fact here, and this is one that I also feel like we need like a little bit of a voice memo on, just to kind yeah, of I agree. I learn a little bit more about this. His his fun fact is that he sold an oil can. To Rich Gannon. Yes. Also, just so many things in there. Who sells oil cans? Right. <laughs> what job was he working in which oil can salesman was part of his job? And also, <laughs> where and how did Rich Gannon want an oil can from him? Now, that's a good question. You know, I went back and I looked because I, when I think about Rich Gannon, I think Raiders quarterback, right? Yeah. And I went back and looked, he did, he played for the Kansas City Chiefs between 95 and 98. But if my math is right, Drew is like 10. Sure. So that doesn't line up for him like working a mainstream job where like Rich Gannon came through. But I mean, we're thinking, here's the thing though, I've never been to Kansas City. So instead of lemonade stands as a kid, do you sell oil cans on the Oil side? can stand. That must be oh, it. That could be it. I don't know. You know, and, and I could see him. He has a sign up. It just says lube 
I, this all makes sense. I'm, I, this is definitely what it was. It was a lube stamp. It's, when a, he good was fact, it, it's a good fact, though. Good on him. And then Rich Gannon pulled over and was like, hey, kid, I'll take some lube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what he sold it for, you know? Was it just like a casual, like, $2? Or did he get, like, a oh, NFL quarterback It had to have been, like, if it was back in 95, it was probably so cheap. Right? True. Yeah. Well, good. I can't wait to learn more about that. I hope we get to. Yes. Send us, send us your letters. <laughs> Post in the sleeper app. We have to know. The people that aren't out listening to this are just going to have absolutely no context. A picture of Hawaii and some like lube story about Rich Gannon. Sure. Yeah. That's even better. <laughs> Subscribe so you know what's going on in the chat. Smash that like button. <laughs> well, Justin, that brings us to you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fumbly and my tumbly. Yeah, Disney reference, because we all know that I love Disney. I mean, you made a special trip to Disney this week. I did. I was at Disneyland on Saturday, and it was wonderful. So Was, the, was everything open? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, masks were required inside, but other than that, it was like business as usual. Wow, that's great. Did you get a special treat while you were there? Uh, well, okay, my favorite thing of the day was just a simple soft serve ice cream cone. But I also got just so many other good treats. But that was wow. that was the best one. Did you get any treats that were shaped like a Disney character? Oh no! I usually get a Mickey pretzel, but I did not get one this week. Okay. All right. Yeah. Next time. Yeah, you're you're actually you're broadcasting live from Randy's home. Yeah, from my old bedroom. I lived here in the year of 2018, pretty much the whole year, and so I'm currently in my bedroom. Is that the same bedroom that I slept in like last week? Yep, we are sleeping in the same bed. We Ooh, slept in the I same bed it. a week apart. I love it. I think it's so nice of them to let you use my room. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you did kind of take over while you were here. Everything Just for a second. Yeah. It was quick and dirty. Uh, Justin, your fun fact is is really quite interesting. And it's that your your car recently hit. 200,000 miles. What car was that? What type of car was it? Well, I have a 2000 Honda CRV. It is red. Wow. And it's been months, but months ago, the check engine light came on. And of course, I procrastinated and it just sat in my driveway. And okay. I was, you know, up in the 190s, really close to 200. So I finally took it to the mechanic. I drove it there and it drove fine, other than the light being on. And you know, I got there and they told me that it was going to be $3,000 to fix it. So in my mind, it's pretty much done. You know, it's still, it still runs, but I'm not going to put $3,000 in a car that's old. No. And on the way home from the mechanic, I drove around Puyallup for a good, like 30 minutes to get it up yeah. above 200,000. Wow. Yeah. Wait, so wow. is it now, is it out of commission? No, I mean, I technically could still drive it. It needs a cataclytic converter, which from what I've read, you can still drive it until it just dies. Okay. Um, but you know, I don't drive. I work from home, so I barely drive anywhere. But yes, I do need a new car. So that will be probably a purchase. I'm hoping to hold off till next year, but maybe the end of this year. We'll see. Okay. That's exciting. Yeah. Did you go anywhere special with that 200,000th mile? Like, did you go to I, mean, I drove it to California when I moved here? And I mean, I've gone to like Canada with, I mean, I've driven all around. There's nothing like crazy, but. You know, but like, what about when you cross 200,000? Like, no, I was you... literally just driving downtown Piala because I was worried it was going to die and I didn't want to be too far <laughs> home. To, if, I had to, if I had to walk home, I didn't want to end up in like Seattle. So, yep. yeah. all right. 
I just drove around That's the block smart. a couple times. Very good. Uh, that brings us to Lee, the Abu Dhabi Camels. He's our he's he makes our league international. He does, and that's what I like about him. But at the same time, his favorite team is still the Seahawks, which is why we can accept him in this league. Well, I mean, they have a global reach. They do. They do. They're probably the closest to Abu Dhabi if you go left from Seattle. Yeah, fair. Maybe. Uh, his fun fact is similar to yours. Similar. <laughs> yep. <laughs> almost, almost identical. I mean, really, it's almost the same. I almost asked you to change yours because they were the same. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. But he, he drove a tuk-tuk around Sri Lanka. I see them do that all the time on the, on the Amazing Race. I'm very familiar with it. Oh, interesting. So your culture, I, I, I did a little bit of research. You know, did you know that a tuk-tuk is commonly referred to as an auto rickshaw? No, I did not. <laughs> it's true. It's a motorized version of the pulled rickshaw or the cycle rickshaw. And most have three wheels and do not tilt, which I can imagine make them a attractive design, uh, not tipping over. I thought it was uh, interesting that they called yeah. that out. I mean... It needs to because from what I've seen on the Amazing Race, there are ca- cars flying every which way next to you at 80, 80 to 100 miles an hour while you're in this three-wheeled tuk-tuk. I could be wrong. I've never been. So, Lee, you can fact check me. But Yeah, Lee, we, we need, a, I guess, a voice memo on this too. I mean, I'd be interested in knowing how fast does this go? Were you endangering yourself? Do you have to wear a helmet? Uh, do yeah. you just hope? It's going to be okay. I would be interested because he wrote it. Every time I've seen it, it's kind of more of a taxi and they just sit in the back. So I'd be curious to know how it was to drive it. So yeah, Lee, let us know. Yeah. Well, it's interesting you say it's like a taxi because did you know it's shown here that there are many terms in various countries for tuk-tuk, including a baby taxi, a pigeon, and a tuxi. I like tuxi. That's cute. I like tuxi too. I'm a fan. I would, I would definitely choose Tuxi or Pigeon. I'm going to just take a Pigeon to the grocery store. I'll be back. Yeah, I like it. All right. Well, that takes us to Money Mike. Fan of the Chicago, Chicago Bears. Bears. Oh. Yeah. Big Justin Fields fan. I got, we got to watch out for him late in the draft, I think. You know, he might, he might try and snap up Justin Fields and have a nice yeah, late-round peaker. Yeah, but what happens when somebody snags him the – the round before Mike wanted him. That's the worst. Costly trade. That's what that is. Randy's still mad about it. I uh, I drafted DK like the pick right before he wanted him that I didn't even know. He was so mad. And now you're keeping him. I mean, <laughs> I got a great. <laughs> I mean, you have to. Yeah. You have to. All right. So what uh, is, what's Mike's fun fact? Well, so Mike is a proud supporter of the Malayan Sun Bear Sanctuary. Okay. Which it's uh. A wildlife conservation and research center that's geared towards improving animal welfare and the rehab of the Malayan sun bear, okay. which I just think is is really great. I mean, he has the most uh, wholesome, generous, loving, fun fact of all of us. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know much about Mike. Is does he work with animals as a career, or is this just a side a side right. project? So I don't believe that he does in any fashion. As far as I know, he works in the construction sector. So okay. he, he does not have a tie to uh, 
animal welfare in his day-to-day job. Yeah. Uh, but this is interesting. I mean, again, another candidate for a voice memo here. I'd be very interested, you know, why the sun bear? Why not the Florida manatee? You yeah, know? Or, or even just why not the grizzly or polar bear? What is it about the Malayan sun bear? Yeah, let, us know, let us know, Mike. I'm interested in finding out. So that takes us to Nicole, who is Mike's wife. So that's how the two of them come into this conversation. So Nicole and I worked together uh, back in the UW system. Yeah. Um, but so it, I guess it, it makes sense, but I'm, I'm honestly a little bit disappointed to see that she has also listed the Chicago Bears as her favorite team. So the question is, were they Bears fans when they met or did right. one convert the other? Send us a memo. Let us know. I'd like to know as well. And I'm, I'm also interested in the, in the stake on, on Justin Fields at this point, because yeah, I made the point that maybe Mike could be jumping for Justin Fields at the end of the draft, but now we've said it, it's out there. He's got really strong potential for his future. And yeah. we're going to have a little uh, potential marriage conflict happening during our draft as a result of that. Well, I mean, we've also noticed that they still are two separate teams instead of merging. So <laughs> Should we read into that as well? I don't know. <laughs> you know, Mike, Mike, I, I highly recommend just merging with Nicole. You'll immediately become a two-time champion. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's great. It's Easiest so championships I ever won. Yeah. Uh, you know, but here's the good news. So Nicole, didn't. Did, she included a favorite player here. And the good news is, unlike Justin Fields, she can she can get this one if she wants it. It's, it's Brandon Marshall. Yeah, draft him up. I don't think he's still playing. I don't either, but draft him up. Put him in that IR slot. Let's just yeah. let's just look up. When did Brandon Marshall retire? Uh, oh, well, he, he hasn't officially retired. Wow, he has he, not officially retired from the NFL. He has not. He has also has not caught a pass in two years. But <laughs> Nicole, I say you draft him. Yeah, Mr. Him up. Last, pick, last pick in the draft, Mr. Irrelevant, Brandon Marshall. This this could be his year. He might get picked up. I mean, there's a lot of teams that could use some strength. The Atlanta Falcons could certainly use another receiver. Well, and with COVID, we don't know. A whole team could get sick, and they're going to be calling Peyton Manning back and Brandon Marshall. They're going to have to go to the all the retired guys. It's true. It's true. I'm still waiting for Andrew Luck to get back in this thing. Oh, my gosh. He's done. I don't even know where he's at. He's on a beach somewhere enjoying his paycheck. Yep. Uh, did you know that Nicole uh, is an avid reader? And she got through 86 books in this past year. That's really good. What's the math on that? Four books a month? Uh, well, I can't do it mentally. I mean, I think I think that that sounds like, right. Let's see, 86 like, like, divided by 12, like, seven books a month. Seven books a month. Wow. That's crazy. That's like almost two a week. That's really good. Okay, but are these like Goosebumps books? or these, Right. Or is she reading like Ron Chernow Hamilton? I don't know. Nicole, are there pictures? Send us your top. Uh, this will be good. Send us your top five books. This Ooh. is also a good test of whether people are still listening because we're probably at like the 30 minute mark by now. Easy. But you're still listening, Nicole. Send us your top five books from last year that you recommend us reading because I'd also be curious. I'm always looking for something good to read. And I'm, I'm also interested to know if she's listening or reading because I don't, I don't read books anymore, but I listen to a ton of them. Yeah. Oh, that's true too. Yeah. Okay, yeah, send us your top five. Brian will send you the one book he's read in the last 10 years. <laughs> it's Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> Highly right, so recommend. Probably, so now, okay, so now we're to our last, our last member of the league. The man of the house. Yep. 
the guy who I am literally in his house right now. It's Rando Commando. Yes, my brother, my twin, separated by 14 years. <laughs> you some some say you're the young Randy. Yeah, or the old Randy. I don't know. We get mistaken as twins all the time. It's for sure. Well, anyway, he is another Seahawks fan, of course. And, and, you, and we touched DK. on this, but he's got the favorite player. He loves DK Metcalf. He loves those muscles. He wants a just big hug by decaf. Don't we all? I mean, I'd love a decaf hug. Yeah. Um, yeah, and his, uh, his fun fact is he has a Bachelor of Arts in percussion performance. So he went to college and just drummed the whole time. Just played drums all four years. That's great. Right. I mean, most people go to college and drink for four years. So I would I say mean, this is uh, an improvement. I mean, he did that too. <laughs> I bet, I bet he, he, he had his fair share of partying, that's for sure. I know he loves water. Oh, my gosh. And He's a hydro homie. He loves to puke all over Vegas too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it, it happens. Vegas brings out the worst in us. Yeah. Sometimes you puke on the side of your bed. Sometimes you pee in your closet. Like it happens, you know, uh, alcohol is yeah. rough. Yeah. I miss Vegas though. I mean, we were there. We were there not Two months so ago. long ago. I, yeah. love it. I can't wait to go back. Mm. It's just so expensive because I have no self-control. That this is true. But we won. We were up when we left Vegas last last time. Yeah. Thank God for roulette. <laughs> <laughs> Literally walking through the casino, just trying to get a bite to eat because we hadn't eaten in 12 hours and just trying to get away from the casino and then just see that roulette wheel. So oh, yeah. Three blacks in a row. You're like, well, guaranteed red right here. Yeah. Brian will post in the sleeper app his picture of all of his sports bets that he crushed. All of them. He'll, he'll post a picture of all of his winners from our Vegas trip. That was the most insane thing. I mean, from a likelihood standpoint, you have a 50-50 chance of winning a spread. Yeah. And I lost every single one. And you and I think you placed like 40 bets, maybe 30. Easily. Yeah. Easily. Oh, what a every time. single one was a loser. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, gotta stick to roulette. That's the only it's the only giver. Well, that's well, everybody. That's, that's everybody. That's you know, it takes us into the draft prep though. We've got our keepers that have been set. We'll go through these quickly. Yeah. So I already talked about Aaron Jones. Ended up grabbing him with a fourth round. So we got him in the fifth round last year. Yep. And uh, I put together a little bit of like the average draft pick and then like what it would cost to get him in terms of what we give up this year. Uh, And then the delta on that. So the difference. And so a a small number is indicative of a good deal and a large number would be indicative of a bad deal. So on Aaron Jones, I was able to get him about 17 picks early uh, with my keeper. And then my, my surprise one, I think, could be Joe Burrow. So I grabbed yeah. Joe Burrow in the 15th round last season. Uh, obviously, tore his ACL halfway through last season. Uh, I think he's got a good potential to bounce back this year and be a contender. So uh, I'm keeping him with my 14th pick. It's going to get me Joe Burrow about 21 picks sooner than the average draftee. And I feel good about that. Yeah, I like it. All right, so now looking at Drew, I mean, Drew, easy, Travis Kelsey, third round. Yeah, of course. Whether that was a good deal or not, he was going to keep any chief he could. But Absolutely. look at this. Okay, so Drew, 10th round pick he's giving up for Stefan Diggs. Unbelievable. 66 
picks early. Yeah, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah. I, I I think, you know, yep, it, it, this is this is confirmed. Stefan Diggs is our biggest delta yeah. in the keeper league this year. So we'll see if it pays off. We'll see if he has I, the year that he's expected, but that is crazy. That was a great pick. I'm I'm amazed. Uh it it really is uh kind of lucky and I'm a little bit afraid of what Drew's going to put together with this team as a result of it. Yeah, well, especially in this league where it's three wide receivers, it's always nice to snag as many receivers as you can. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And then we've added this flex position, so who knows what's going to happen with that. Right. All right, moving on with Greg. I mean, he kept Nick Chubb with his first-round pick. He's the last pick of the draft, I think. Yep. I think he's pick eight, so that was a good choice. You know, it's you know Nick Chubb would have gone in one of those spots, so why not snag him? Make sure you're Here's not my question, him. though, with, with – um... I'm, I'm blanking. Who's the other running back in Cleveland? The guy who got arrested a ton of times. Cream Hunt. Uh, yeah, Cream Hunt. Yeah. I mean, are we are we nervous about having Nick Chubb as our as our RB when when you're potentially splitting carries with uh, Hunt? It's hard to it's hard to tell, man. I have no idea. I mean, Nick Chubb. I think he'll be great, but yeah, I mean, it's a good it's a good question. I guess time yeah. will tell. You know, his, he, he, he keeps Mike Evans as well. He took him, if you believe the Delta, took him a little early with that keeper, giving up the third round pick. But his big steal was Darren Waller, uh, which is pretty crazy. I mean, he, he grabs Darren Waller by giving up his seventh round pick, about 28 picks earlier than he would have gotten him otherwise. Um, this is, of course, the Raiders tight end, uh, who has been a little questionable from an injury standpoint this preseason, but all accounts seem to say, he's going to play well and also i mean we saw last year especially tight ends are a good tight end is hard to come by so i think being able to keep a tight end with your seventh round pick i mean then you don't have to stress about trying to find one and reach in the second or third round because that's how you have to do with tight end sometimes or i mean some of these weeks i think that you end up you're better off not even playing a tight end true you're just going to take a zero in that spot it's just so hard to find you know, consistent tight ends that are going to bring you more than a couple points. Well, so, yeah, if he, can stay, if he can stay healthy, that'll be a good choice. As a league, we're in trouble, right? Because Kelsey and Waller are off the board. So yeah. you talk about having to reach for a good tight end, and we're even more in that position at this point. Yeah, that's why you kind of have to decide, do I want that or do I just, you know, reserve myself to I'm going to be picking a tight end, tight end off the waiver wire every week and praying that they have a touchdown. Right. You know, that's all you need. All you need is them to catch a touchdown. You're fine, but. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, it's interesting. I talked about being a little bit afraid of Drew's team, but honestly, yours is the one I'm most afraid of. Because looking at your keepers here, uh, you had just loads of options. Well, and like I said, I still had a couple. I, I mean, we talked about him a little earlier. I also had the option to have Kareem Hunt very late because I picked him up after all of his drama mm. last year. But I ultimately decided that, some of these other picks were better options and I wanted wide receivers and I'll deal with getting running backs early on. So. Yeah. So you've got DK Metcalf. You're giving up a fifth round pick for him, arguably grabbing him 19 picks early. Uh, AJ Brown, who I think is going to be dynamite, especially with Julio Jones out there in Tennessee as well. Now, you know, yeah. the ability for them to, you know, redirect attention and, and split the defense is going to be insane. You give up a sixth round pick for him, 28 picks early. Uh, and then DeAndre Swift giving up an 11th round pick for him, 56 picks early. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy. We'll see if it we'll see if it works out, but I'm hoping that it's going to be a good start to the to my team. 
I hope that for you too, as your friend, but as your competitor, I hope that all these guys get injured. Of course. <laughs> uh, Mike just kept Josh Allen. 10th round. Uh, I think that's for a good, 11th I think round selection last year. Again, now he can focus on other positions beginning of the draft and not really have to worry about it. It's a huge pickup. I mean, he gets him arguably 39 picks early and secures him. Gives up a 10th round pick for the arguably second first best player. I mean, I won't say that in front of Drew. I guess I yeah. just did. But, you know, Josh Allen's going real high in the quarterback picks. Yeah, I think it's good. I think he's going to be happy with that. And I think he's only going to get better this season. And that brings us to Randy, who kept Jonathan Taylor. He gave up a seventh round pick for him, the running back out of Indianapolis. Again, we talked about, you know, the ability to lock up your running backs, especially with a seventh round pick. Yeah. Incredibly valuable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who uh, who's the quarterback over in Indianapolis this year? I don't even know. Well, so it would have been Carson Wentz, who in theory is going to come back. Oh, healthy. yeah. He had that injury. Yep. So um, I mean, they're going to need. So they're he's probably gonna, his workload's probably going to increase if they're using their backup for sure. I would think so. And they and they've got the um, I'm spacing on his name, but it's the U. It's the old UW quarterback that transferred from Georgia out there. Okay. Uh, right. Let's let's cheat and just uh, do a little Google research. Um, uh, it's Jacob Eason. That's who I'm thinking about. So that's yeah. that's their current starter under center with uh, Carson Wentz injured, but. They've also got uh, Sam Ellinger and uh, Brett Hundley out there. So it'll be interesting to see how that QB situation shakes out. But your point is good. Jonathan Taylor's got to be carrying weight. Yeah. And then uh, Lee and Nicole both decided we don't want to keep him. They dropped everyone. I hate my team. You guys, we need to start fresh. And, hey, that could be a good strategy. We'll see how it goes. It could be great. My, you know, best of luck to him, but also I hope they lose every game. Yeah. Well, let's close with some breaking news in the NFL this week. Yeah. First on the list, Saquon Barley, Barkley is not practicing yet again. I know. And they brought him back. He was practicing. Everything was looking good. Now he's not practicing. Yet. And they're in there, you know, they're saying, yeah, it's no big deal. He's just uh, taking some more days off, but I don't know, man. I, what do you do with it? I mean, honestly, I'm not you don't have to worry about this because you have the what you have the second pick in the draft. Is that right? Yeah, I'm absolutely not touching him. But what I, if he falls to you at six or seven? Like, do you pick him up? I don't know. I, I I would make I would be nervous personally, but I also think you pick him up and he's the Saquon Barkley that he should be, and you're going to be stoked. So I'm not. I, I mean, I, I don't really have to worry about it. I mean, I guess if he falls to the second round, that'd be interesting. But I don't know. I think, true. Better, I think there's better. I mean, I would almost draft a Patrick Mahomes before him, just knowing that he's going to be more consistent. I agree with you. I mean, I think you got to take the healthy player who's going to contribute as opposed to this guy that could be a rock star, but also could do what he did to me last season, which was hold my IR spot nice and warm. Yeah. And waste that super important first pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't do it, man. Yeah. And then we've got, speaking of injury prone, uh, we've got Dak Prescott. He, uh, are you watching hard knocks this season? I was. Yes. I saw this on hard knocks. Yeah. So he is coming off his, uh, his ankle injury his broken ankle. And they, they call this out in hard knocks that they, they practiced him too hard. They, they were unhappy with the number of reps he had had out there at practice. And, and they make mention of this in the episode. And then the next day he strains his shoulder. Yeah. So he's been, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's nerve wracking. He's, I mean, 
I don't think I would ever draft him regardless. I don't really want a Cowboys quarterback. And <laughs> no, it's not even like the Cowboys. I just, I just don't think he's as good as people think. Maybe I'm wrong. Famous last words, but yeah, I'm definitely not. I'm, there's no reason to waste a draft. I mean, maybe if he falls to a super late round that I can keep him later, but yeah, I'm not even going to be thinking about Dak because I just think he's, he's, an, he's like Carson Wentz. I think he's always going to be hurt or even like Cam Newton. I think they're just yeah. guys, guys that are just, they're going to get paid their money and then never, never do anything to earn it. I think they're just going to be hurt all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, man. It'll be, uh, it'll be interesting. And, and, and really there is no shortage of quarterbacks this season. I mean, we just had yeah. five rookies debut this past weekend. Yeah, Trevor I, Lawrence out in Jacksonville, Zach Wilson, New York, Justin Fields in Chicago, Mac Jones in New England, and then Trey Lance in San Francisco. Yeah, I mean, I would almost take one of them over Dak if it really came down to it. I mean, you should be able to get a better quarterback than any of these guys before you need to grab a second one. But, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, they did good on their outings. I mean, they're going up against the third and fourth string, so it's always sure. a little bit tough to know what's going to happen. But, I mean, out of those five guys, there's going to be – at least two or three that are great this year. So it's just a matter of which ones, you know, I are agree. You, and and you're I going to guess, right. I guess is the question. Right. And Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson are the only, well, and technically Zach Wilson is the only confirmed starter. Trevor Lawrence will certainly beat out Gardner Minshew for the starting job, but they're not officially ruling that at this point, oh, but God. the other guys, oh. Justin Fields, Mac Jones and Trey Lance, they're technically starting in the second quarterback spot this, this uh, week one. Yeah, so just keep, I mean, keep them on your list for a late round pickup for your keeper league. I mean, remember, if you get them late enough, maybe they don't pay off for four years, but keep them on your bench, and that could be great in a couple of years. And somebody I've got as an honorable mention on all this is Jordan Love, the backup quarterback in Green Bay. I mean, obviously, Aaron Rodgers has the job this year, yeah. uh, but by all accounts, Rodgers is out after this season, and Love is in next season. So, I mean, he, in a keeper league, Love is a very interesting late round pick. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it seems like Aaron Rodgers is there this, this year. It's not, he's not going anywhere, but yeah, I mean, why not pick him up and keep him for the next year? Yeah. I'm thinking about it, man. I think I, I'm, I'm pretty excited about grabbing one of these guys, I think late in the draft and, and having him be, you know, a wild card for, uh, for the future. I think, I think it's, yeah. uh, it's attractive. Yeah. I mean, it definitely adds another element to the draft for sure. Now that we're doing this whole keeper league. Did you watch? Did you watch the Jaguars game? I have not last watched. Week? I did not watch any games. All I've watched is hard knocks. So, so Trevor Lawrence, he, he was like seven for nine, eighty yards, something like that. He got sacked a couple of times, but like he looked good. Like he didn't look like a rookie at sea. His stats were nothing to write home about. But yeah, do you I remember mean, when we were in Vegas? I put a hundred dollars down on the Jaguars to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we kind of that that was the whole draw to Trevor Lawrence, right? Is that the hope was that based on how he looked in college, he was going to come in and look like a second, third year quarterback from the start. So, I mean, it looks like he's delivering on that. And again, we'll see once he's playing first string guys, but I mean, it's, it's definitely optimistic. You know, Trevor carried me to a lot of Vegas victories when he was at Clemson. And I have high hopes that he's going to carry me home one last time. You know, they were paying 45 to one on the Jaguars twin. Nobody believes in Trevor Lawrence except Brian. I mean, so, if you end up snagging that 4,500 bucks, you can buy us all a drink. I can't wait, man. We'll all go back and just, uh, I don't know what you do at that point. I guess you put another bet on Trevor Lawrence to, to repeat. 
You put 4,500 down on red and see how it goes. <laughs> now you're talking. <laughs> well, on that note, I'll let you go, man. This has been a great second episode. Yeah. Thanks for anybody who's still listening. Oh, they're here. If we gave They played us back at two times speed, but they're here. If we gave you homework, go ahead and post on that sleeper league or the sleeper app. Yep. Or send me a voice memo. Want to hear? Or, I mean, even maybe we'll talk about it during the draft. Sounds like it's going to be people on Zoom if they want to be. So that's true. Know, we'll chat. Should we record the draft as a podcast episode? We could. I don't see why not. I don't know. Maybe it'd be super boring. I don't know. We'll it's think about boring. it. All we do is record it. And then if it's awesome, we post. And if not, we don't. <laughs> hey, that's what I, that's called being prepared right there. Yeah, boy. All right. Well, see you Monday for a draft. All right, man. Bye. Bye.